people like these high class ingredients like high class steaks and stuff like that all it is is it tastes kind of gross it tastes kind of rotten and people will shell out hundreds of dollars for it <laughs> it's like damn bro if you want to eat rotten food just be poor you know exactly what that tastes like. Yo, chill. Yo, why are the rich people spending hundreds of dollars to role play like they're being they're poor? Like, what what is up with this? Hmm, <laughs> this blue, this cheese is kind of rotten. It's it's sophisticated. It's like, yo, bro, I got this cheese from the food bank last week, and it's already gone <laughs> off. I, I can't get more cheese this week, so <laughs> I gotta eat it. <laughs> Hello everyone, it's that time of month once again. Time for Anime Club After Dark to pop a squat and hit you all with the best and worst of what we've been indulging in recently. I'm your host Noda, and joining me tonight is John, the czar of source material. Say hi, John. You know, with your painted nails and just like the head movements and stuff, I'm just like, who's this new sassy host that we have? Like... <laughs> What is this new anime club after dark that I'm witnessing right now? Am I doing too much? Is this too much? Is it <laughs> no, too much fine. for you? Should I dial it back? Should I go back to old boring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Is <laughs> that what notice... you want me to go back to? No, you may notice we have a different host today. Um, RIP Alex. He... he died. No, God, stop saying that. <laughs> uh I believe he has bronchitis, right? He, yes, he has bronchitis. Yeah, he couldn't make it uh, to the episode today. So we decided to just go without him. It's fine. Yeah, we need to keep on doing the backlog, guys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's like we haven't recorded in like a whole month, but and we're running out of episodes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, but no, so as you heard, we're back on our bullshit. We're back on our... Dumpy times. We're talking about actual anime. I, I hate that we colloquially call this because it's the monthly dump. We're just like, yeah, we're just going to shit. We have shit takes and shit opinions. We got watch shit shows. It's just it's a little much, don't you think? There's a, there's a couple of th positive things I have to say. It's not all bad. Eh, that's true, I guess. Just most of it. Just most of it. <laughs> But yeah, while you guys are here, don't forget to like our videos, comment down below whatever bullshit take we have, and, you know, criticize the hell out of us. Cuss us out, please. It helps us out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, hit the bell, subscribe to us. It, it, you know, it gives us a longing, a need to get more subscribers. And every time we do, Alex dies a little bit more. <laughs> So, if anything, please help us kill Alex faster. Oh, <laughs> well, he's going to cuss us out once he hears this. I don't even think he watches our episodes. Whenever he's not on, I don't think he even cares about the episode. <laughs> Damn. You saying he egotistical. What a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I know I don't listen to any episodes I'm not on, so. <laughs> John, you're not supposed to admit <laughs> Like, <laughs> God damn it. I'm the editor. Of course, I listen to every freaking episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> Shut up. I'm dumb. Okay. Uh, I'm tired. I'm, I'm doing this right after work. I haven't even taken my shower yet. Oh, stinky boy. I am. All right. Let's get into it. So, 
First things first, Freyren. Fucking S tier. Am I right or am I right? All right. Here's the deal. I would not Bitch. say that Freyren. All right. No, <laughs> calm down. Calm down there, everyone. Put down your pitchforks. Okay. Hear me out. I would say Freyren is a god tier anime, like Alex has posted on our doc. All right. I think that it's very well produced. I think that the music is uh amazing. I think that there there are sometimes like with the red dragon fight and stuff like that, the animation's a little bit iffy. Okay. But overall, Madhouse has done a phenomenal job with the animation where it counts. Okay. Like with the hour fight aura or aura, whatever the fucking name was. Yeah. Uh that was cool. Music just fucking phenomenal. Holy shit. Evan Call did a is doing a killer job. Uh, I think that angels rhyming in my ears every time I listen to it. Yeah, like watching Free Ren, I can definitely, without a doubt, say that it is a god tier anime. Like it's amazing in all aspects. However, (laughs) it is not my favorite of the season. It is great. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't say it is my favorite this season because. Like every episode is, uh, it feels like I'm watching a, a movie. Every single episode that comes on, like it with, feels like it. it. It it really does. Um, that being said, I just don't see where the story is going yet. Where it's just like, okay, we have this journey that we've embarked upon, but it's kind of taking forever to get there. And like I said, it's not almost my like personal a journey. Feeling. Yeah. Oh my god, free run journey to the end, or whatever the name of the actual show is. It's almost like that's what it's about. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm enjoying the journey so far. It doesn't like I like that it's not action every episode. I really think that that's a good call because this shouldn't be an action anime, in my opinion, because it's about free run. It's about the adventure. It's, it's a melancholic adventure. Yeah, it's very melancholic. Holy shit. It's very sad. And like I said, like free run, the very first episode I cried like with Hemo. I was like, I, I saw it coming a mile away. I was like, quite obviously, we know what's going to happen to Hemo. I still yeah. cry like a little fucking bitch. Because I was just like, oh, God dang it. God dang it. <laughs> and then you see her crying and you're like, no, God damn it. Yeah, because it's just maybe you, as you age, you get more of more of a little bitch baby, I guess, <laughs> about emotions and like. About the journeys and stuff like that, you know, it's not it, it made the time that we were together were, was short. But to me, it was the time of my life. And I'm just like, oh, oh, Hemo, don't say that. No, nah, Hemo, come on, <laughs> bro. You can't just be <laughs> dropping lines like that. So, yeah, again, I think it is amazing. Not my personal favorite of the season, though. But I, you do I, think it's a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah, definitely a 10 out of 10. But just because I think it's a sublime anime again with music sound design everything about it is amazing and fantastic it has not disappointed me yet it is not the one that i tune into every week going oh man i can't wait to watch this so john i have to ask one are you reading it and two wait waiting for what, what's the question oh, oh oh right 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 i should say the two part <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> normally you list out your questions and then i can answer them question my question i'm dumb okay shut up i'm tired (laughs) also um and two do you ship stark and fern and if so how quickly did you get into shipping them so i i still haven't read the manga because i'm kind of just like genuinely mm, shocked i i haven't been reading manga 
I know, but still. I'm back to reading light novels and just watching anime. Like, I can only do two of the three things at once. So, <laughs> otherwise, I don't have enough time in the day to do other stuff. Like, my work on my video game and, you know, play actual video games. <laughs> but, um, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up. Maybe when it ends, if it ends on a cliffhanger or anything like that, I might pick up the manga. Okay. Just because, like, I am curious about the story, but so far... Like the story itself isn't really driving me to watch the anime. It's more so Evan Call's music design, sound design, and the flow and storyboarding of each episode that makes me want to watch it. Like if it was a crazy story, then maybe I'd probably go read the manga because it's how I am. You know, if it's like, oh, I I need to learn more about this storyline, then I'll go read the source material. But if it's not that, then you know, I, I'm just enjoying the anime. Like I don't feel a need to have to go read the manga um okay i don't really care for the ships like i don't think uh <laughs> like who else could you ship like other than uh no there is part. no like, other ships <laughs> there is there's no other ships here <laughs> uh i think it's funny when um free written herself does the the kiss thing <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> and the two kids are like oh my god grandma you're lewd <laughs> Oh god, freaking free red doing the kissing to uh the the priest guy to try to seduce him. Like you've left me no choice. I need to unleash my ultimate uh trap card or whatever. <laughs> ultimate <just> like, seductress. <laughs> Suck you, my teacher told me. me that this would work on any man. <laughs> like oh god. Little did everyone know it worked on a man and a woman. <laughs> it worked on very specific people, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I genuinely it, enjoy it. I I love the visuals and the music. It it draws me into the world, and the character banter is so enjoyable to me. I don't see where the story is going or uh, what's happening necessarily, but I'm liking the journey, so I'm gonna yeah. stick with it. I mean, that's what the show is about. It's about the journey to get there. Yeah, and I I love all the flashback stuff. Like you know, when we were at the Aura fight, right? We were learning about um like Aura's army and stuff like that. And then they do the flashback where we learn about Freerin's past and her teacher and stuff like that. So we can learn more about the origins of the demons and all this stuff. I was like, everyone was hyping up a fight with Freerin when she got like uh, caught in jail and stuff like that. They're like, oh, she's, yeah. gonna, she's an ultimate magician. She's going to break out and fuck everything up. But it's like, they took it a lot slower. They didn't show that off as much as they showed like, here's the backstory. Why does Freerin hate demons? What are demons? And, Here's her teacher and what she learned from her teacher and this and that. And I'm like, this is a lot more interesting than just watching her like Omega level. Don't get me wrong. That was cool, too. Like, kid. Base you haven't even seen, yeah. Like, fucking kid, you haven't seen even 1% of my power yet. And then she's like, you know, she unlocks her third eye or whatever and unleashes the Sharingan. Does infinite <laughs> Tsukiyomi. Like, yeah. It's just like, okay, that's cool. That was fucking awesome. But, but, like, we get actual character um, exposition. Not growth. Exposition. Uh, exposition, yeah. yeah. But done in such a beautiful way and, yeah. like, in a way that makes you care and pay attention. I wish so many more other animes paid attention and did stuff like this because, like, yeah. if they're not just a generic enemy that you gotta defeat. Like, this is why demons are like this. This is why they're bad. This is why I, the main character... Yeah. Has it and out like, for them. It's I, I like, like holy the shit, fact this that, is interesting. 
when they do the flashback and like you know with uh when Hemil was like oh we will protect the demon girl because she doesn't know any better and you know she's innocent and this and that and then she he finds like and then free runs just like doesn't say nothing and lets Hemo suffer the consequences of saving yeah. that one because demon she child. knows he has to learn his lesson and yeah because she it's, never like, says it's hard anything. to yeah because it's hard to imagine right as a human you think that when they do things like you know, call out for their moms and dads, this and that. Like, you don't know because you, you you assume because just because they're demons, it's like, well, they're just smarter uh, creatures, but every creature has like parents. They, they know about familial love, this and that. We're and highly then, empathetic. Know, we want to yeah, place our morals exactly. and values to them as well. Especially when they Free Red knows because she's grown up as killing like massive amounts of demons and stuff like that, that they don't have emotions. They quite literally don't feel anything. And they know that they can say these things because it makes gives them an advantage, and that's it. And it's just like, dude, that's so cold blooded. Like it's, it's it's sick. It's insane. But of course, no one who lives as long as uh, unless you lived as long as Free Run does, like for literal thousands of years, you wouldn't know this. That they've like, always possibly been like if you were a dwarf, because they're long lived as well. Yeah, like maybe them, but otherwise, who else? So, like it's. I feel like free run wouldn't be as good if it was just pure action the entire time. Like if we I'm just call free run, just like yeah. do yeah. I'm I'm so glad it's not. Again, don't get me wrong. Again, the action scene, the action are fun. when it's I there. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's like it's a whole combination of everything that makes the anime so good. Like I remember when free run was coming out. Um, everyone was hyped for it. Everyone was like, oh, it's gonna be the best anime this season. And you know, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, dude because <laughs> i don't really trust people's opinions but then i watched it after the first episode i'm like okay i see why people are calling it the anime of the season it's got the makings of a pretty good anime but after six episodes into it i was just like okay i understand why it's actually the anime of the season and quite possibly anime of the year because of everything inside of the anime it's not just the story it's not just the music it's not just the visuals it's, it's everything the combination of literally everything melding yeah, because so perfect I, I like that every episode feels cinematic i love that it feels like i'm watching a movie a part of a movie every single time i tune into an episode all right we need to hop off of yeah. uh, <laughs> enough jerk and free run off <laughs> Play, the way, I, that wasn't a hot take at that. all man that, that, was a, that was the coldest take i've ever seen this season <laughs> <laughs> we just love it so much please go watch it i alex wanted to talk about it and we all enjoyed it and again, I again going into it, I was I had tempered expectations. I was like, it can't be that good. Okay. I I I did not expect it to be good. I expected it to be bad. And I, I was not overhyped. And I would say it definitely lives up to the hype. I didn't have any expectations. So going in blind and basically clueless. Oh, now, all man. I had prior to like we did the um the preview episode and was like yeah free rent's coming out. And I remember Natai was like yeah Yo Asobi's doing the opening. And I'm like oh the opening's pretty cool. And then he was like yeah uh, Evan Call's doing the music. I'm like oh okay Evan Call's doing the music. That's pretty cool. Like I like Evan Call's music. You know just like whenever I see Kevin Pankin on a soundtrack, I'm like bro Kevin Pankin, I'm watching this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> My boy Kevin's on it. Oh shit. So you know I, there's certain people that will make me turn my head and be like, oh, I, I'll go do this. And then I remember, I think it was you and Natai that watched the first, uh, was it the first three episodes that came out at the uh, beginning? Yes, it was me and him. Okay, yeah, it was you guys like, oh, man, have you guys seen it? It's so good. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
no, I haven't fucking seen it. Like, and then one day at work on the weekend, I'm just like, okay, I've got time to watch it during my lunch. I'll watch it. And I watch the first episode. I'm like, God damn, these motherfuckers are right. <laughs> when they're right, they're right. <laughs> I didn't want you guys to be right, but you guys are goddamn right. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, fine. Okay. I was I was looking for reasons to hate it. I couldn't. <laughs> John, John, all right. Moving on. Going straight um, to you. All right. Zom 100 finally finished. The last three episodes dropped um, on, I believe, Christmas, right? Christmas Day? Yes, Christmas Day. It was a Christmas special release. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to spoil much. Like I'm not going to spoil it at all. Like we've been waiting oh, okay. for it to end. Zom 100 to end. Um, yeah, I haven't finished it yet. Embarrassingly, well, I, I know it's just three episodes, bro. What's wrong with you? What the hell? It's because I'm watching with Tommy, and like I have to wait for him. Tell Tommy to stop playing Destiny Two and go watch Zom 100. He plays more than that, but we just haven't had the time. Okay, <laughs> it's been very busy. All right. Well, I will say, yeah, the last three episodes are pretty good. Mad respect for that ending. Like, how they choose to write the character, the main character guy, um, Zombie Apocalypse Deku. I don't actually remember his name. (laughs) Oh, my God. He does look like Deku. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. I made this joke. When the episode, when the main character of Zom 100 dons on the shark suit, and then he punches the shark zombie, I made a joke that, bro, this episode of Zom 100, quite literally... Deku destroyed Detroit smashes a Junji Ito fever dream and like it it's it, it summed up the episode. <laughs> I hate the fact that you're right, but unfortunately you're right. Akira, by the way. Akira, yeah. Akira, yeah. He's Deku, bro. He's he's, he's Deku. But I I actually like what they did with him at the uh, the last three episodes, like we end off um before the last three episodes, we end off with like, oh, there's this mysterious group of people who are in the village who like want to fuck shit up and do bad things. So okay. it's like, oh man, we know where this is going, but how they resolve it and everything, I'm just like mad respect for for him for everything. It's just like, it's pretty good <laughs> in my opinion. How they decided to end it because it. How I Does it leave you it. wanting more? Let me ask that. Well, Zom 100 is about living your best life, right? Yes. And the best way to get revenge on anyone is to live your best your life. Your best life, yeah. And, and Zom 100 personifies that. Like, in the earlier episodes when he uh, he meets his um, superior guy again, and he's like... He has, NTR. He has, yeah, the, the NTR guy. Oh, God. No, no, no not him. the NTR guy, the uh, manager, not the boss. No, the, the 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 chairman, CEO, president. The president was the NTR guy from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I... but when he met his uh, manager, and he starts having PTSD, but then at the end, like instead of you know killing him and stuff like that, he he saves him, right? And he forgives him because it's like he's better than that and he's letting things go and he's living his best life. And I'm like, they stay true to that to the end. And I'm like, you know what? Mad respect. I like that. They stuck to that theme as much as I would be like, you know, I'd fuck over all these people. Cause I'm not a good person. Probably. You <laughs> like, hate well, people. That. You would I do. fucking I, kill him. Yeah. Like, fuck that. It's the zombie apocalypse, right? Like I'm gonna let you die. I'm not going to do my best to try to save you, but you know, Deku or Acura, not Deku. <laughs> uh, Acura is just once again proving he's a better man than everyone else in the world because he's just like, no, I'll, I'll save people because I want to. And I'm like, that's pretty good. Uh, I I like that it, how it ended. I'm I'm kind of like 
disappointed it didn't come out sooner, but I understand that there was a production scheduling delay, conflicts. That's what scheduling happened. conflicts. It basically was like they couldn't. Uh, they missed. The they deadline. literally didn't have the air airtime slots anymore, so they yeah. had to figure something out. So that kind of sucks, and I think that probably killed hype for the series. And it I, definitely um, stopped the momentum. Because I I think Zom One Hundred is a really good like contender. No, it actually is good. It's beautiful. The colors. Oh my god, their use of their liberal use of colors. I love that. I absolutely love that. And we probably music. won't see that. Uh, <laughs> see something like that again for a while, unfortunately. I mean, there's something about just watching a guy live his best life that just is like I can't I can't get mad at him for doing that. I, I just like watching this man live his best life. Yeah, he's having fun. He lives his yeah. life the way everyone wants to and wishes they could. I love that. Yeah, I. Uh, I John, hope there's tell more. Me, tell me about uh, Saints Magic. Oh my God! So <laughs> I haven't I watched... watched season one at all, by the way. So I have. Okay. No idea what this is about. The Saints' magic power is omnipotent. Season two released. I just finished watching season two. I watched season one when it aired, and I didn't talk about it because I was kind of like, it's kind of just whatever. Uh, and then I watched season two, and I I still feel like it's kind of whatever. Uh, but is it worth watching? Whatever. I wouldn't say so. Like, it's it's an isekai rom com that's just slice of life. You said isekai. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it it. First of all, it's isekai. So I, you know, you, you know me. I hear isekai, and I'm like, real shit. Like I'll watch that. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, it's not your stereotypical isekais. Um, where like, kind of okay. So this lady, she's an office lady. She gets re uh incarnated, or actually, she gets summoned to uh this world with a high Man, school. And I girl. love them office ladies. And um. It's just, the prince of the country is like, oh, the the high school girl must be the the saint. Uh, who's this old ass lady? Like, get her out of here. And they're like, oh, unfortunately, we can't send you back to your world. Sorry. And she's like, well, what the fuck? And she's like, well, as long as you give me a job and something to do, I guess whatever, you know. And then she becomes like a, a magic studying person. And then it turns out she's actually the saint. Uh, it's not the high school girl. It's actually her. What and, the hell? Yeah. It, but they they push her off and kind of just like tell her to fuck off because they're like oh you're not the person we're looking for even though, they, <laughs> even though it was their fault that they summoned her and she's actually the saint so i was like okay is this gonna be like revenge is this like nope it's just about her just being like oh i'm i'm actually the saint i don't really care uh and then she saves this guy captain hawk and then he's like my lady you saved my life and you don't even know me and she's like oh doki doki soon soon like i mean is he a panty dropper Oh yeah, he's smooth as fuck, and at every okay. moment he tries to get into her pants. Like he doesn't try to get into her. He's just like he, he's Rico Suave, bro. Like holy shit, he's dropping these one-liners. I'm like, damn, bro. Like okay, calm down. Okay, okay. Oh. You 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 might have me watching this. You might have yeah, me. Yeah, and that's all. That's the entire show. It's just a, a rom-com rom-com slice of life. With like, oh, I love those. Parts okay, of just, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's. I mean, to me, it's like a seven out of ten show, season one and two. Like it's not bad. No, okay. I'll take that. If it's seven out of ten is better than shit, so I'll I'll take that. Yeah, I like the main character lady. She's funny. <laughs> I like Captain Hog. He's cool. <laughs> does it have any like usual uh, isekai tropes, or is it like does it take itself a little bit more seriously? Oh, I wouldn't say it has any usual other than the overpowered MC aspect. Um, I wouldn't say it's very usual at all. So when it 
when the kingdom finally finds out that, oh, actually the high school girl wasn't the uh, saint, it's actually the office lady, they go, oh, well, we can't really force her to do anything because we kind of told her to fuck off. And basically the first prince or whoever the prince was who was like, he tries to do like this subterfuge shit where he tries to like, oh, I'll do this. But basically he, he writes his wrongs. He, he apologizes for what he does. He writes his wrongs and everyone's actually adults about this. It's like, it's none of this what? stupid bullshit. No, yeah, there I has know. to be a convoluted plot. There no, has to no. be, church has to be the bad guys. Like, no, see, and that, what are you talking and, about? Yeah, no, all of that, not there. They, they just like, everyone's adults. They are like, and they're like, hey, um, you're Saint telling lady. me people up top can be competent leaders? Yes. What? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so they go back to her like, hey, it turns out you're actually the saint. Uh, we actually really need help. If you could please help us save some lives, that'd be great. And we'd be forever grateful. Okay, like honestly, you just sold me. You, you actually just sold me. I like stuff like that because that's yeah. so rare. Oh, no, that actually does sound really good because so many times you, you get a lot of enemies that have plots that have entire things that go right. It serves to advance a plot because of miscommunication. I yeah, I don't mind that necessarily, but it it can get irritating and grating. So when uh, you get enemies like this that have actual communication and uh, adults with a good personality. It's refreshing. It's nice yeah, and, to see. And and that's why it's more of a slice of life. Like it's just regular life and it's like they communicate. They they are, they're actual adults about the situation and I'm like, "Huh. There's no convoluted storylines. There's no backstabbing and people trying to get one over the other. It's like, nope, that's not present. It's just this office lady who turns out to be the saint who goes, "Oh, I I guess I'm the saint. I can go help save people." And then she goes and helps save people. <laughs> like, "Oh." And no one's like trying to assassinate her or nothing like that. It's it's pretty I, it, and that's the problem like because it lacks all those like isekai tropes of like freaking backstabbing and espionage and shit like that there's nothing necessarily it, to yeah. move it forward yeah it, it's kind of boring in that aspect like that's why it's such a, a slice of life rom-com it's just it's so very vanilla boring but so by that aspect from what i'm hearing it's much more for the um weebier people I wouldn't say it's much for much more for the weebier people. I think that it exists as a story that is different in its execution of like a uh, OP isekai main character. Like it's okay. always about like this OP person reincarnates, but it's like, oh, but especially the ones where it's like you you get teleported or reincarnated in this world and they decide to cast you away, but it turns out you're super strong. It usually is about you getting back at the main like antagonist somehow. This one's yeah. not about that at all. Which all is right. different. No, it's different, and from the sounds of it, it's something I would like. So I'll check it out. All right, what the hell is this? Kami Erebe. Kami Erebe. So this was getting traffic because uh, Yoko Taro, the creator slash writer of uh, Nier. Ooh, and, tell me um, more. So he is the, I believe he's the writer for the show as well or something. He's he's part yes. of it for some with something. I don't remember what. He but. was involved. I know that. So people were hyping this up. Um, I watched the first six episodes. It's bad. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean? 
So why is it bad? For one thing, it's 3D CGI. They did not animate anyone else outside of the main, like the acting characters, oh, and they no. all have cut. Co- they're they're all color coordinated. So like the main character guy is I think blue. Uh, the main chick girl was like red. His friend is like orange, oh, and this other chick oh. is like green. Yeah, it's like they have a character, and then like in their shadows, instead of being shadow, they have a color. They have a primary color. So I can feel all my the characters balls going back into my body. <laughs> so all, all so the main bad. characters are color coded. So in case you forget who is who, you can remember. Oh, they they have colors. That's right. <laughs> this sounds like early Ruby levels of bad. Oh, so, God. um, it it. The animation itself is not spectacular. It's 3D CG and it doesn't, it's like not great. Uh, but the most egregious thing about this is that quite literally the story is just Mirai Nikki. It's no! Just... <laughs> yes. No! <laughs> so this dude, the main character guy, Blue, he gets this thing on it. Blue. This... Blue gets this app on his phone and it's like kill each other and become god. And I'm like, wait a second, I've seen this before. <laughs> like, hold on. This is familiar. <laughs> and it turns out that the chick that he likes is actually a super psycho crazy chick that wants to kill him because she wants to become god too. And I'm like, huh, this is giving me very, you know, gas eye vibes. She wouldn't necessarily have to be happen to be pink, would she? No, she's red. But you know, he <laughs> close enough. He ends up killing her, but then he decides not to kill her and revives her instead. And it's okay. like, every, so then everyone has superpowers related to whatever. His is, he has something called karma. He basically can like twist karma into being good luck or bad luck. So if he twists his karma to being good luck, something in his life will be bad luck. So like he has to pay a price. That's his ability. And I'm like, what a very convenient plot heavy like That's skill so, yeah it's like <laughs> my my power skill <laughs> yeah my powers my 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 plot power skill is that i can literally summon plot armor when it's convenient <laughs> like that's his his power and i'm like well how the fuck are you supposed to win when his plot his power is literally plot armor how do you win against a protagonist like you that literally can't you just can't <laughs> yeah like the girl's power is that she can use meat and turn it into weapons and that that's her power that's it i'm like oh that's so fucking generic <laughs> yeah what? i'm like what uh his his friend orange his power is that he can stop time and then like that's it he stops and starts time so then his friend tries to kill him right and blue just goes oh, like yes what an excellent friend <laughs> well because there's more the, the storyline is that the, the friend with the time power has lived through this timeline a thousand different times oh. and it always ends in it's something literally terrible. fucking mirai nikki jesus christ yes it's mirai nikki basically so it's it's like it always ends terribly unless you kill me so i'm gonna make you kill me so uh blue uses his plot armor power to literally like oh that time I erase that time that you use to fight back, so the time that you use to kill me doesn't exist at all. So then Stop, I punch you. Give me a headache, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I know <laughs> what. It's so convoluted. I don't understand. <laughs> Again, I. It's hard to take the show seriously because it's like one moment they're like, "Ha ha, we're having fun." Oh, ghost stories, this and that. Then the next moment, it's like it's a battle to the death. Oh, here's this guy who's using a flamethrower to try to kill us. And it's like, oh, 
he used the flamethrower to kill us. Guess what? I use my karma plot armor powers to make it so his flames don't hurt. And then I punch him and he he loses. It's like, oh, okay. And just like the whole time thing. It's like, oh, I I cut off your hand um so you can't use your staff, right? That's what the uh the time guy does, the orange guy does. Yeah. And blue goes, you can't cut my arm off because I use my karma powers, plot armor karma powers to make it so that never happened. That timeline has been erased. So you didn't actually cut off my arm and I actually cut your arm off. And I'm like, what? Who the fuck wrote this? Yoko Taro, apparently. <laughs> I've, I've expect so much better I, from, oh my God. I, you know, I, I thought people might've been uh, dunking on this for no good reason. Uh, because, you know, again, I don't trust people's opinions. Yeah, with good reason. Because people overreact and they do stupid things and they review bomb things, you know. Uh, so I had to watch for myself to figure it out. And I did. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, people hate it for the wrong reasons. But yes, the writing is really bad. It's basically a Mirai Nikki knockoff or ripoff. And uh, yeah, the animation's not there. The music's not there. Nothing is there. <laughs> There's nothing really redeeming about it. Maybe it gets better after 12 episodes. I don't know. I'm just not willing to find out. Because I gave it six episodes and I was like, you know what? I'm, I don't care anymore. Like again with the whole my 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 power is plot armor. <laughs> like what? That's so dumb. <sighs> but I guess as the protagonist who who, who is going to become god, like obviously his power is plot armor. Like it has to be, right? I Thank you for telling me about this. I shall file it away in the I don't care, I don't want to care, I don't want to think about it section. Yeah. Uh, so this brings me to my next show. Oh, I was so, about to take over. <laughs> well, so you know, go ahead, go ahead, people, go ahead. so people review bomb things all the time, and for whatever reason, you know, like maybe there's an actor in it who they hate, maybe there's a translation thing that they hate, whatever reason. People are fickle and weird on the internet. Uh, Buta Reba, uh, the pig liver one. <laughs> Kirito turns himself into a pig. I shit you not, it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. He turns okay, what the hell a... do you mean? What? How does he? How? Okay, okay. explain this. Okay, like I made said... this joke. I, I made this as a joke in reference to he. He turns himself into a pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Funniest it's thing. Still... So, so the the guy who voices the pig character in this uh anime is is Kirito, the guy who voices oh, Kirito. Okay. So, because whenever I hear him, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Kirito, all right. <laughs> he will never not be Kirito to me. But uh, basically, a, a kid eats, or not a kid, he's a college student, I believe. He's like 19. Uh, a neat eats some raw pig liver, and he dies. But he reincarnates in the body of a pig. And because of the trailer and because of, you know, just that premise, I reincarnated as a pig in a different world. People review bomb this, like, this is gross. This is bestiality. This is shit writing, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Okay. And it's sitting at like a 3.7, I think, on Crunchyroll in a, like, four point or five point something on Mal. So I watch it. It hasn't finished airing. It's still needs to air its last episode. So maybe my opinion of this will change, but I've seen the first 11 episodes. It's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, fucking shit. This has got the stupidest plot ever. Okay. What do you mean? All right. Hear me out. All right. This is what happens. He reincarnates as a pig. And it's like... Yeah, he's kind of like a creepy um 
creepy neat like otaku neat guy right he's like oh i'd love it if you called me pig mistress like he does shit like that okay yeah 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 but but here's the thing the girl that he's with can read minds she's oh. part of a race apparently she's a race of people called the yethma who are known as slaves in this world that he reincarnates into who can read minds oh boy isekai but slavery <laughs> And, bro, it gets pretty fucking dark. This anime gets pretty fucking dark. Not gonna lie. Like so, let me let me explain something to you. So the Yethma are slaves in this world, right? They're they're seen as servant and lesser of a class. Uh huh. Classic and, speciesism. Yeah, classic species. Like people don't think they deserve, they have rights. And the Yethma also are their body parts can be used to create very powerful magical tools. Oh no. And in this world, there there's only two rules in this world. Uh, the first rule is that Yethma cannot get on transportation. And the second rule is that Yethma should not be sexually assaulted. But other than that, everything else is okay for the Yethma. But that doesn't stop the Yethma from getting sexually assaulted. It doesn't stop them from being harvested for organs and killed and stuff like that. Do there's they... nothing... Do they yeah. show that? They don't explicitly show it, but you'll meet like a character. Like show? Well, they, they show, like, jars full of these the girls' organs and blood and stuff. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it gets pretty fucking dark, bro. Like, you, you, you go into it thinking, how oh, it's going to be about some creepy otaku guy being a pig. And he's just going to be, like, creepy pig otaku. Yeah, that's what I thought this was going to be. That's what everyone thought it was going to be. That's what I thought it was going to be. And it's like that for the first, like, 10 minutes of the show. But then you get to, like, oh, she needs to go get this magic crystal, but she's about to get ripped off. But then she goes to this other shop, and he's just like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, get the fuck out, you know? And he treats her like trash. She has, like, no rights. And it's just like, there's this intrigue, this mystery intrigue the entire time you're watching of, like, what is really going on in this world? Like, why are the Yethma, why can't they be on transportation? It says they can't be sexually assaulted, but people do it anyway and they treat them like dirt like who are the who are the yetma right in this world yeah. mages died out so the only people who can use magic are they have these little crystals that everyone can use magic with however there's a certain crystal a black crystal that only the yetma can use why it gotta be black though well i don't know but <laughs> i'm just making black. a joke go on so the black crystals that the yetma can use they can they're the only crystals you can use for healing Oh. And only the Yethma can do it. And only and only Yethma, uh, only girls are Yethma, not males. Oh man, this is Yeah. So well, you, you watch it, and you're just like there's so much intrigue, and you're just like, yo, what the fuck's going on? Like, what is this world? And it's like it's implied that certain things happen, like you know, the kidnapping and this and that, because there are people called the Yethma hunters, literally in episode two. Um there's someone who goes out and he tries to kill he tries to kill the main character girl because she's leaving for the capital and it's like well she's a yethma if we kill her we can sell her for parts shit yeah so it's like who so you're just sitting there wondering like who the fuck are these girls like what the fuck's going on and you know that's the entire show and then you get, and then you get okay, to the Tom. end and they they do reveal to you stuff at the end i don't want to spoil it all right because i think it's pretty interesting but I, I definitely wasn't prepared for the whole, you know, rape and killing of of these girls. 
I didn't okay. expect that to be part of the story. So let me ask this. It sounds really fucking depressing. Is there any actual reason to check this out? Because honestly, this sounds like just too depressing to check out. I don't think it's as depressing as um, Heavenly Delusion. Okay. Uh, because that was just the heart-wrenching, right? Yep. That's just heart-wrenching. That, that, Heavenly Delusion exists to just make you feel bad. I don't think Butareba exists to make you feel bad. I think that it's an interesting story in that because of that whole pig otaku uh, isekai veneer, people just dunked on it. But it's like, no, the story's actually not bad. People are just hating on it because they hate the idea that... <laughs> they hate isekai. They they hate that he's a pig. Like, but that has nothing to... Like, he never tries to sexually assault the girl. He never, like, does anything creepy. In fact, every other one... Everyone else does creepy shit to the Yethma girls. Because, again... They're not even treated as people, so... Yeah, they're treated they? as slaves. Yeah. yeah. So, you can imagine what kind of world would... What kind of terrible people exist in this world. Oh, man. This, um... It sounds like a thing. I... I, I suppose if you're a certain, uh person that can handle things like that go ahead and check it out otherwise I, uh avoid it i i watched it because i remember i think it was either you or natai i think it was natai that was like oh god is that is this that bestiality anime and i'm like what what bestiality anime are you talking about life as inakai's dog and that was last season He's like, no, there's <laughs> one this season about a pig i'm like oh the raw pig one <laughs> so I, that's all i remember talking about it during the preview so I had to check it out because I was like, okay, I'm going to check out most of what we talked about in the preview. And I did. And this did leave me shocked because it was better than I expected. I wouldn't say it's an amazing story because, like I said, it it has an ending. And basically, Kirito is a pig, but he doesn't have any superpowers or anything like that. He's just a pig. And he has to think his way out of like trying to save this girl. That's Oh, that's actually clever then. That's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, but just learning about the world itself and um, all that is very interesting to me. No, good world building can definitely be a seller. All right, I'm going to take a little bit of the load off of you and go to a couple of mine. Uh, Dr. Stoner, um, season three or season two, part two? I, Either I way, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's the latest uh, Dr. Stone and... It goes into a whole exploration of trying to find a, what was it, titanium, platinum, uh, that his uh, dad left behind. Big spoilers, by the way, obviously, if you can't tell. Um, they find it. There's a whole civilization uh, that survived. Goes into a whole, uh, basically, battle arc. And it was pretty cool. It was very entertaining. I don't know how they're going to move on to the next arc because how they ended it, um, I won't spoil it, but they would need to advance civilization a whole lot. So do you read uh, Dr. Stone? Not at all. I have been anime oh. only and I'm probably going to stay that way. Well, because I was wondering, because you're talking about the next arc. I'm like, so do you read it? Do you know what happens in the next arc? No, I don't. But like, just based off of like where it's going and like what they literally said is uh going to be happening next because they they said it. Okay. You're going to 
they they need to do a lot of things and i'm just like okay are they gonna actually show it are they gonna go through it or are they gonna do a time skip and i'm not fully opposed to it i think dr stone is publishing jump yes no maybe i don't remember actually i thought it was a jump manga i I don't it might be it might be jump but i mean as as much as i know about dr stone it's like it's it's shonen so time skips are not unheard of in shonen no it's not I have a feeling what they're going to do is go, go the time skip route. Um, but overall, um, me and the friends that did uh, watch this, we were entertained. We liked it. It was a good show, good watch. Would definitely recommend if you're still keeping up with uh, Dr. Stone. Obviously, if you're in this far. Yeah, I mean... Like, why wouldn't you? If you're ready to watch, like, season two, part one, or season... Yeah, see whatever part you're on. Like, I feel like you're probably invested enough to keep watching. And like they, they've made a lot of good progress. They are actually going along with the plot, uh, from what I've heard and seen. Um, so very good, very well done. Yeah, check it out if you uh, if you're still interested. Now, I don't know why, but Undead Unluck is not as popular as it should be. It is so fucking entertaining and actually now, interesting. I heard that. I don't remember who told me this, but Undead Unluck is like super. I think it was you. Like the reason why it might not take off is because it's kind of very perverted in the very beginning. Like they do yeah. a lot of perverted things, but then yep. it's kind of like how um, Hitman Reborn, where it's like the beginning is it's rough because the author didn't really know what they were doing. It, they were just making it for fun. And Undead Unluck has the same problem where it's like they don't really know what they're doing, but it gets better. And they move past that and they don't revisit it ever again. But so, because of that, um actually, once you keep on watching, you realize no, the author actually knew exactly what they were doing. Oh well, then that's terrible because <laughs> I mean, uh, how it's written, no, um, how it's written, it's not it's a little bit perverted in the beginning, but like for a reason, and you will start understanding more as you keep on watching. Well, I'd say, like, just because it's perverted doesn't mean people won't like it. Like, people loved Fire Force, and that's pretty fucking etchy. Um, that being said, I, I I wish it was more popular and was more talked about, because it has an actual plot, interesting powers, interesting people, has uh, and an actual cool world going on for it. Um, it gives me a lot of... Um, in terms of visuals, it gives me a lot of Soul Eater and uh, Fire Force vibes, actually. And I actually love that. So it's, See, it's terrible because <laughs> when I think Soul Eater and Fire Force, I think, oh, God, they don't ever they never end well. This man it, does not know how to end any of his manga. <laughs> it might not. I don't know. But the journey itself is the fun part. And I'm very much enjoying it. And it feels very well fleshed out um the characters are actually interesting very cool world um beautiful to look at as well like you wouldn't think so it's in um the art style is uh reminiscent of a older anime like maybe late 2000s art style and i appreciate that i fully appreciate that um please go check it out it's so worth watching it's a fun watch as well. 
if I may say so myself. Like, I have a good time watching it. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I haven't heard very much about Undead and Luck. Yeah, honestly, that's a shame because, like, it should be talked about about it before it came out than after it aired. Like you really haven't heard anything. That that's yeah. the same thing with like, me. I'm like, why aren't people talking about this? I remember this before Undead Unluck aired, um, people were talking about it. Like, oh, Undead Unluck's coming out and people might not like it because of how perverted it was and this and that. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like I, like, I know the basic premise of the story. It turns out the perversion Unluck. has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just there. And it's like, oh, that's kind of bad. Like, there's barely even any fan service in there, actually. But either way, that's Undead Unluck. I, I distinctly remember a panel where the main character guy's head is inside of the girl's boobs. And she's like, stop talking. My boobs are in your face. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's, it's hey, yo, completely dog silly. Doing? It's not fan service at all. Yeah, it's just so yeah, fucking that's, silly. That's okay. Sure. Just take my word for it. Um, Now, something I failed to uh properly check out and i actually had to have a couple of my other friends more normie friends tell me about it and then i watched it then i got the rest of the acad crew to watch it i don't think if the other guys watched it but i watched it and you fucking bastard why i know i didn't know i didn't like all right so we're talking about Apothecary Diaries, right? And I remember Chinoda being like, last uh, recording, so have you seen Apothecary Diaries? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, it's really good. I'm like, okay, whatever, Chinoda. I don't care. So I decided I was going to go watch Apothecary Diaries. Like, <laughs> just because I was like, yeah, you know, I've heard uh, it's it was rated 5.0 on Mal or on uh, Crunchyroll. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Like a Crunchyroll show getting 5.0 stars. That's usually insane like good shows usually are like four seven four eight four nine like i've never seen 5.0 across the board so i'm like okay people are review bombing this for whatever reason i'm like okay i'll watch it and it turns out literally and i'm watching it and i see like music kevin pankin and i'm like what the fuck dude you didn't tell me kevin pankin did the goddamn music if you told me check out who if you told me our boy kevin was doing the music i would have checked it out that's all you had to say hey kevin pinkin does the music like real (laughs) shit like let's i'll watch it like what the fuck dude so i'm just like sitting there because i was thinking i was like man this music's really good like what uh, i wonder who does the soundtrack kevin pinkin like oh well shit (laughs) that explains everything john cursed me out immediately after yeah what the fuck's wrong with you dude why wouldn't you lead with that you know how much we love Kevin's music. <laughs> but it turns out more than just and let let me say real quick, the music in this holy shit on point. And it's not just the OPED, I mean the actual OST and the different OSTs that are in here. Absolute bangers and very well uh put together period pieces. And it fits so well. It's Stereo, kind of stereotypical, but like it works so well, it fits. So, Apothecary Diaries is it's kind of weird because it is it's a Japanese show made by a Japanese uh author about about China, ancient China, yeah, not not ancient, well, not China, ancient, but, ancient but... uh, Ming era China, 
so that's like imperialist china with like the the emperor and stuff like that so it's about like you know the emperor era stuff so it's pretty you know you think if you know dynasty warriors and stuff like that like ming era is basically like that the warring periods of china you can just think of it like actually the the ming era would have been um i think ming is way after the warring periods but anyway it doesn't matter what does matter is that uh it's beautifully animated um aoi yuki voices the main character which is amazing phenomenal voice acting by our girl uh aoi yuki uh the girl who voices klee in genshin impact is like uh her best friend mao i think it is mao mao or yeah. whatever no, uh, Mao so, Mao is the the main character. Oh, that's the main character. Yeah, yeah. Or Shang. Oh, you're Shang-Ling, talking about Shin-Ling? the uh, one in the um, in yeah, the her short friend. one. Yeah. yeah, her her friend in the uh, clothes washing department. That's Klee. She's voiced by Klee. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, it's Klee. I recognize her voice anywhere. It's Klee. But yeah, uh, great voice acting. Uh, so far the story is pretty good. I did not expect it to be a detective mystery kind of like show. It's kind of it's like a thriller. It's like a drama. Thriller. It is a thriller because it's all about uh, political subterfuge and um, wonky medicine stuff uh, happening in the um, imperial palace. The uh, not the imperial palace. The um, back doors. No, the uh, back palace. The back palace. Yeah. Yeah. The rear palace. The rear palace. Thank you. Yeah, where all the which is uh, where all the concubines, concubines and, and um, stuff. yeah, yeah. If you know anything about Imperial China history, like you know that there's the rear palaces where all the concubines lived for the emperor. Yeah, it is very much a period piece. Like a lot of things are very, very true to how things were back in the day. So if you can't handle history and stuff like that, don't watch it. But you're missing out on something real good. Yeah, I think it's a really good show. Like, no, it is. Just the, the, the thriller aspect, like the drama thriller aspect of it is very intriguing. I, I love that the character, uh, Mau Mau, the main character girl, <laughs> I love that she's like super smart. <laughs> it, she's it's like... actually incredibly smart, but she does not show it at all. She yeah, she's like, I, I'm, she wants to be a hidden genius because she's like, I know what happens to people who who are too smart, you know, sticking out like a Thor, uh, sore thumb. And it's, she, she's right because... That is what happens to people. They get used and they get uh, scapegoated. Yeah. But she, because of where she grew up, she grew up uh, in the brothels. um, And she's she's seen all types of situations, uh, what happens to all different types of people. And she observed, she learned, and she uses that on a daily basis to make sure that she's uh, in the right place. Not too difficult but in uh but happy and then learning about all like the drama stuff that happens in the the rear palace with the concubines and stuff it's very interesting like this show is quite this book series i should say and show was quite literally made to be like a a tv soap opera drama for like women but i I just love it i don't know dude it's entertaining As we get older, soap operas are more and more interesting. I, I don't know. I, you know, normally I wouldn't say a soap opera is interesting, like, but I was I'm very interested in this. And um, the funny thing is, all the all that drama is like a secondary plot, is the thing, which is even more hilarious. Like it's just in the background; it happens, you learn about it, but that's not what the main thing is about. No, the main thing was just about it's, it's just following Mau Mau. 
and how like things happen around the palace and then she's because she's an inquisitive mind she tries to figure out what happened and she eventually even though she doesn't mean to she keeps on gaining more and more attention to herself and she tries so hard to deflect it <laughs> she even catches the emperor's attention at some point and that's not a small thing yeah i know she's like oh god i, I didn't want that at all but yeah uh where it ends i believe apothecary diaries is not ended yet no, it's um, a full 24, if I 24, remember right. Uh, yeah. yeah, 24 episodes. It's going to be two core. So it's not done yet. So we're only halfway through. I think it's... Actually, it's about to start airing again very soon. So I'm very excited. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I definitely didn't... Um, I had no expectations going in other than like, oh, Shinoda likes it. So, you know... <laughs> it's probably garbage. I do watch garbage. So... But yeah, uh, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's entertaining. It's super good. Uh, very interesting. No bullshit powers. Just real people, real situations that used to happen. Um, very thoroughly entertaining. And oh my God, it looks beautiful. It looks so crisp, so clean. I have not spotted a single animation uh, mistake or any weird thing to see at all. And I'm just like, what the hell? How'd they, like, it's consistently good. That's what I'm so shocked by. I I don't remember who's the animation studio. Um, uh, let me check it out. Let's see. I was going to say C2C, but only no, that's Shangri-La Frontier. <laughs> no. All right. I have it. It is done by... Where next? Toho Animation. Toho Animation. Toho Animation. Okay. Yeah, the and team at Toho, Toho Animation isn't bad. Yeah. They've uh, done su supporting work for uh, MHA, JJK, IQ, Dr. Stone. No, Toho Animation's team is not bad. Like, people, I don't know why people have this preconceived notion that. Toho is a bad animation studio because it's like no, you think of the old Toho stuff like Dragon Ball and all that stuff. Oh that, shit, that's they helped Toei. out with Jobless Reincarnation as well. Yeah, no, it's uh I believe to I thought they were I thought they were producing by family. Wow. They've done a lot a of good supporting company, yeah. work, apparently. Hmm. So Toho's the main animation studio? Actually, hold on. I might be wrong. No, no, no. Uh, OLM. Oh, OLM is okay. That makes. Yeah. I don't. It, it was listed a bit weird where I originally. Yeah, I was like Toho okay, is so... more of a uh, like side producers. Like they... yeah. So but OLM well, does the yeah. main uh, production. Toho Animation uh, helps. <laughs> but no, it looks absolutely visually gorgeous. I mean, it's disgusting yeah. how how nice it looks. I mean, I like the color designs and themes and stuff like that. Again, and I, I like all the stories that happen in the rear palace, <laughs> like the different concubines and stuff like that. It's interesting. It's fun. It's entertaining. Characters are interesting. It's a good watch. Highly recommend. You are honestly missing out on it if you haven't heard of it or you. it's not for you, you think. At least check out an episode. It doesn't hurt to at least check it out. So right. did you actually finish Berserk of Gluttony? Because we talked about this last monthly dump. I did. 
You I actually did actually finish, finish it. it. I okay, finished so it. I remember we talked about it uh, the last monthly dump, and I, I called it, was it Walmart Kirito and Walmart Asuna? <laughs> they really are, though. They, they, they... <laughs> yeah. It's Walmart Kirito and Walmart Asuna. <laughs> John, I fucking hate this. So fucking cursed. I can't see that, bro. I just got an email from Crunchyroll. If you like Berserk of Gut- Gluttony, you'll <laughs> love. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is this timing? This is bullshit. Um, yeah, <laughs> Berserk of Gluttony, I read up to like, I don't know, chapter 40-something, 30-something. I don't fucking remember. I it's dropped a it. manhwa, right? No, it's not a manhwa at all. Oh, is it? I, no, wait, it's, a, it's a light that? novel. You're thinking of Returner's Magic. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Zerk Gluttony's a, a light novel, and I read the manga, and I was like, I dropped it after like 30 or 40 chapters because I was like, this is boring. So, <laughs> no, it doesn't get any better. No, the lowly doesn't save the show. <laughs> it's dull. Like, yeah, even boring. I will say this. It's so fucking dull. It's not yeah, a, like it's, um, it's supposed to be, it's like the dullest, edgy show you'll, you'll watch. Yeah, like, it edges so hard, and it, it tries. It tries to be like, oh, he's that loner cool guy, and he has a cursed power. It's like, oh my god, it's so fucking boring. Yeah. I'm surprised you got an anime, like, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so am I, because I'm like, why the fuck would anyone want an anime of this? Like, the resources uh, for what was used on this could have gone some, to something so much better. But, you know, we have to get a, spe- a specified amount of trash every season, and this is uh what was created to met the quota. It's not good. It wasn't a fun watch. I don't even know why I completed it, just because I hate myself, I suppose. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why you would finish this. I told you it was boring, dude. I told I you after the last monthly dub. I don't know why you you like, oh, yeah. It, it was a background watch, I guess. Like, I, I, I played games while I uh, watched it. So it's even worse. I'd rather just, like, put on white noise. <laughs> like, actual TV white noise than watch Berserk of Gluttony in the background. Oh, God. That's so harsh. So true, though. Um, no, it tries overly hard to be edgy, and it fails because of that. It, it just does too much. It doesn't look that great. Um, characters can be a little bit fun here and there, but overall, the especially the main character, so goddamn boring. And such a, like, one-track uh, thing with him. He's like, I am the Edgelord. That, that's it. And that... It's not it's not a good watch. Don't just don't bother, don't think about it. Move on. All right, John, back to your list. <sighs> All right. Where were we at? We were at <laughs> I was gonna tell Oh, you speaking of which <laughs> speaking of Monwa, uh so I watched Returner's Magic should be special. I didn't know that it was getting an anime this soon. I thought it was gonna be after solo leveling for some reason. So I, I didn't even know it, it was coming out this season. <laughs> and and then I during the preview, I think, or maybe it was after that, I was just like, oh, it came out. Oh, I didn't even know. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't solo leveling. Solo leveling drops in a couple of days from when we're recording right now. So it actually, by the time you guys watch this episode, solo leveling will be out. Go watch solo leveling. Don't don't go watch Return of Magic. <laughs> uh, did you watch Return of Magic, by the way, Chinoda? I did. And... I completed it. I will say one thing. I want 
the pram. I want pram the twink to be railed. <laughs> you and everyone else. Like, <laughs> pretty common. He is theme. so fucking cute, and I just yeah. want to watch the main character rail the twink. That's they what play I want. So hard like. into the whole like pram is a bottom like. Just, it's it's it's, it's literally got every characteristic. He loves head pats for God's sake. Yeah. Uh. Well, in Returner's Magic, I I think the 3D was shit, and I think that it was a poor adaptation of the manhwa because it's very slow. Like the first twelve episodes covers very minimum of like the interest. It's not even we're not even at the interesting part in Returner's Magic yet. This is the preamble we're at. And you only got halfway through the goddamn preamble. And I'm like, I don't know. If, uh... Yeah, I'm like, how how do you adapt a show that slowly, but also not get any of the details, like not get most of the details out there because of Wait, how slow the. Yeah. So the pacing, I remember you were like, it's very boring, right? Because it's very slow. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, because what they're adapting in the first 12 episodes that's the preamble. Hell, the next 12 episodes is going to be the preamble to like the main story. Because I remember before I watched it, you were talking about it. And um, I was telling you, like, Manuel has a problem of it needs 100 chapters to start getting interesting. Yeah. We like, were, we've been into a, a yeah. bit of a discussion there, about like. There's a lot of Manuel needs. like that. Yeah. Um, the only exception to that rule would be Manuel that aren't long running. But like Tower of God. Um, yeah. <laughs> God of High School, uh, Crepuscle, Noblesse, uh, and, you know, Returner's Magic. It takes oh, hold 100... on, you said Noblesse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all these other manhwa that got uh, adapted into anime. But I don't think Crepuscle did, but uh, that's another one that's like, it takes 100 chapters to get interesting, <laughs> to get to the real, like, okay, here's the final interesting thing about the fucking thing. And it's like, oh, God, we're finally here. It took 100 chapters. It's 100 weeks. It took three and a half years to get here. Jesus. Jesus Christ, what? No, that's like two years, right? 52. How the hell do you, yeah. do you keep on publishing if you don't have anything? Again, a lot of manhwa have like season, they go by seasons, right? Like season zero, the preamble, basically the build up, the first hundred chapters is yeah. kind of like, here is the opening bit. If this was a movie, this would be the first movie in the trilogy, and then two and three would be the actual exciting things. Good Lord. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It takes a long time to get to go anywhere. So I I was upset that it took 12 episodes to cover basically like maybe 30 chapters worth, I think, of material. I'm not actually too sure on that. I'd have to go back and read. It's half of the first little part is yeah, what it, you're describing. And yeah, it should be like the a, first That's not chapters. great pacing. That's not well, great pacing at all. Yeah, and it's like, and it doesn't have, and it's terrible because this very beginning part is the boring part. And I'm like, I really wish they skip, if they weren't going to go into any detail and add any, like, here's some stuff happening in the background type of shit. Like, they only did one thing that was like, here's some shit that's happening in the background. And I'm like, that was it. It took like uh, it which three part seconds. Was that? At the very end, when he beats the um, dude. There's yeah. that person who was watching the fight and then he leaves. That's it. And it's like, oh, there's a shadowy organization? Who is this? Oh, so, that's so fucking vague. There's a shadowy organization and everything. Jesus. Yeah, and it's like, who... Because it's like, who are, there is a question, right? It's like, who are the outers? Why are they doing this? 
Yeah. Why is this world that's like corrupted in shadow? And then like, you know, the whole thing with uh Desir coming back and then like why is the the um why is Zod the tower guy, the ma- the magic man of the tower, why is he not questioned Desir? They didn't show the the fucking uh chessboard game. Because when they played so in Wait, was that actually manga, important? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding I was me. Pissed off. Because I was like, they play chess, right? Or their version of chess. And like he Desir doesn't outright come out and tell him like, hey, I'm from the future. But he knows that if I play Zod in chess, Zod is smart enough to figure out this man knows me, but I don't know how he knows me. But there is a reason he knows me, but he can't say it. And like they didn't even play the normal done. version. They played like a specific yeah, the, the extended, yeah. version. And I'm like, bro, that was like two chapters by itself. Two, three chapters when they were playing chess. And they didn't do any of it. They just show like the start of it and then it ends and that's it. I'm like, motherfuckers. I wanted to see at least the chess scene. Okay, so let me ask this. Clearly the anime, it's really not worth the watching or thinking about. What about the manhua itself? Is it worth reading? I mean, if you like good story, yeah. But at the same time, manhua has that giant problem of it takes forever to do anything. It's a long time of waiting and reading for things to happen. So How... if you don't have that type of patience, if you don't like stories that have payoff, like long-running payoff, yeah. then you wouldn't like reading it. Because one thing that's different between uh, Korean and like Chinese or even Japanese uh, manga and stories, in a lot of the Japanese stories, like it's pretty fast-paced. Like here's... A lot more concise. Well, here's the, the main goal, and then here's conflict one, two, three, four on their way to main goal, right? Yeah. In Manwa, Korean Manwa, here's the main here's the main premise. <laughs> we don't really have a goal yet, but here's conflict one that we'll slowly go through, and then here's conflict two that we'll slowly go through, and you might be able to pick up like, oh, this is what's happening in the background, stuff like that. So it's hard to say that I, I to recommend Manwa to people because it's a very long time investment. <laughs> Okay, okay. Imagine you're talking to the people watching this that are that do read manhua. Would you recommend that to them? Yeah, if people like manhua, I think Return of Magic is a pretty decent manhua. Okay, not as good as solo leveling. To, how close is it to being finished? <laughs> not, not near, not there. <laughs> I saw like every other manhua, <laughs> not even close. I haven't read it in like six months so i have no idea where it's at now because again i stopped reading uh manga and manhwa so i'm behind by like six months just to let you know but um yeah i mean i'd I'd rather watch solo leveling (laughs) and the reason why solo leveling is so good the only reason why solo leveling is so good is because it takes that japanese approach of like here's the overarching here, here Here's the end goal. Here's conflict one, two, three, four, five on our way to end goal. Like it's pretty fast paced, and that's it's good action. I think it'll be pretty damn good because it doesn't have that same problem. Anyways, moving on from Manhua, our dating story, John. When did we start dating? Oh my god. So I remember when we talked about this on the preview, I was like, I fucking hate this. Just the premise alone, like watching the trailer, I hate this, right? 
Why do you hate romance, John? What's wrong with it? I, it's not that I hate romance, okay? I hate things that are like obviously um incel bait shows. Yeah. Like to me, the I think, self-insert shows. Uh, yes, I, I I don't like Sona Biske doll, right? My dress up darling. I don't like it because I think that's incel bait as a show. Like the main character, Gojo, in my dress up darling is He's a boring everyday man, but he's got this really cool hobby. And it just so happens that one of the hottest girls in his class likes this hobby of his. And it's like, yeah, bro, you keep thinking that if you do your weird jacking off to hentai hobby, it's going to get you the hottest chick in school. Sure. You keep thinking that if you want, man. All right. So I was under the assumption that our dating story was going to be like this. And it kind of is, but it isn't. So explain. let me explain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watching the first episode, I I wrote this down. You don't deserve you this so, gal, you you vanilla pudding fuck. <laughs> you were so ready to hate. You were so I, ready to hate. I was. I was so ready because I watched the preview and I said, I think this is gonna be a self insert for like the self fulfilling fantasy for these for the incels. And I'm like, I hate this. I hate these type of shows that pander to the people like that. Uh. As it turns out, it's not like that at all. <laughs> got jabated. I got jabated. This is honestly the healthiest teenage romance rom-com I have ever seen. <laughs> like, they... So, the main character guy, um, he wants to confess to the one of the hottest... Uh, the most popular girl in his class, who's a gal, right? And if you've been following this podcast long enough, you know I love gals. I love them gals. I love all the gals. White gals, Premium black meat, gals, man. just... Mm. premium premium right give me those getters <laughs> so i yeah. i watched it and it's so about the guy he he wants to confess to her because he thinks she's hot uh and then him and his, he's a, he's like a nerd i believe he's an otaku or some shit like just a, he's just a nerd of one something. of us one of us yeah he's one, he's one of us one and uh him and his friends uh they're like all right whoever has the highest score on this test we're going to make him do something. And it turns out this guy had the highest scores. So his two other nerd friends are like, all right, we're going to make you confess to your crush. So he goes hey, to the man. gal and then he confesses to her and she's like, yeah, sure. Let's go out. And he's like, what? Eh? <laughs> like the fuck just happened. What? <laughs> yeah. And then he like, literally we're talking first 15 minutes of this show. He goes to her house and, and he's like too nervous to sit down. Cause he can't believe that they're dating and he's in her room right now. She's like, Oh, all right. Let's have sex then. And it's like, yo, yo. Well, hold on, what? What? <laughs> yes. First episode? First episode. She was like, all right, get them pants off, boy. Let's have sex. And I'm Damn. like, yo. Do they? No, they don't. Because he's a little fucking bitch boy. He says, oh, we shouldn't be having sex. We don't even know each other. And then she's like, but aren't we boyfriend, girlfriend? Aren't we dating? Like, this is stuff that boyfriend and girlfriends do. And then the guy goes and he thinks about like, oh, they were spreading rumors about her saying she's super easy. And she ha she always uh, has she has a new boyfriend every like two months and stuff like that. So they think she's like a huge slut. And as it turns out, like, oh, she did sleep with all the guys that she dated. And it's like, oh, well, that's pretty fucked up. So, you know, you leave episode one. You're like, OK, that's that's kind of like that's not incel bait at all, because one incels would hate having uh, what they call used goods. <laughs> Just so dumb. I First and foremost, that. like, yeah, like what? 
like people but, enjoying sex how dare they yeah i know right like what the fuck so uh he doesn't ha- want to have sex with her because he's like you know i'm not like those other guys i want you to have sex with me when you want to have sex with me and i'm like what healthy boundaries oh, hold the fuck up is what, that what do you mean is that he he doesn't care that she sleeps with she slept with her other boyfriends and she's not a virgin what he cares about is her feelings I'm like, what? Is this guy even an incel? And like, this isn't an incel at all. This is a real nice guy. He's a pretty stand-up guy. And she's like, and she's like, well, don't you want to have sex? He's like, of course I do, but I don't want to have sex just because you think we should have sex because we're boyfriend girlfriend. I I want you to have sex because you like me. And I'm like, yo, yeah. fucking like giga brain. This is a giga chad, bro. Man's like, a fucking chud. Let's fucking go. Bro. And it, so it just goes on from there. And you know, they they have cute dating moments. And like whenever there's a miscommunication, like there's a, an episode, like I think it's an episode four where he thinks she she wants to break up with him and he actually comes clean with his feelings. He's like, you know, I think you're too hot for me, and I, I don't really think I deserve you. And she's like, Well. You know, I'm I'm happy that you talked to me about that because, like, I think that you're a pretty cool guy. Like, there's a lot of things that you do for me that my other boyfriends never did for Hold me. Hold on, John, John, John. This sounds like actual communication. Yes, I what? know. <laughs> actual communication. Healthy teenagers don't moment. do that. What are you talking about? I mean, yes and no. There's some healthy communication, and there's the the point is I'm trying to get to you here, right? Is that they actually communicate their feelings to one another. And the main character guy actually has an interest. Like he, he takes her out on a date. Right. And he takes her out to all these bubble tea places and stuff like that. And she's just like, Oh, like you're focused so much on, um, like, do you even like doing all these things? Cause you, you're not really paying attention. You're just taking notes. He's like, well, to be honest, I've never gone on dates before because you're my first girlfriend. And I really just wanted to make sure that you were having a good time. So I'm taking notes on what you like. And it's like, wow, I've never had guys do that. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm oh. kind of falling for this guy. Yo, this like, guy, like, yo, oh, man. He's guys, like, he's caring. <laughs> like, like, no shit. I'm like, oh, my God, he's actually doing the right shit. He's listening to his partner. He's paying attention to her needs. He's being communicative and not just like, and he trusts her. He's like, you know, I don't believe in those rumors. I'm going to trust you for who you are. I don't care about all the guys that you slept with before. I care about who you are now. And I'm like, bro, this giga Chad, bro. What a guy. And, and, and contrary to all like the bullshit, there, there's no bullshit that happens throughout the entire 12 episodes. I'm like, what? But hold on. But you got to have a little bit of bullshit to advance plot. There is a little bit of bullshit where um, eventually, you know, she, she, well, when we get towards the end, she feels like, well, we don't have that much in common, right? Like he's kind of a nerd and she's, she's a stylish gadu. She likes doing popular girl stuff. And he likes, you know, playing freaking watching streamers and stuff like that. But the thing that happens is basically she has a, a, a twin sister that also likes the main character guy. Oh, yeah, there's some conflict about that and oh god fuck her her twin sister is a bitch i hate that chick oh shit yeah she basically you know it's tried... good when john's actually passionate because she tries to snatch her her sister's man she's just like tries to seduce him left and right she's a fucking hoe and it's like the only reason she's trying to snatch him in the beginning is because she hates her sister that's it she starts spreading rumors and shit 
And I'm just like, and all that she did, all the younger sister did was make their bond stronger. Until eventually, though, uh, the older sister is feeling fucked up over it because she's like, I took everything from my younger sister. And because the older sister, the Yaru, she's always caring and wants to give to the people around her. Like, she's actually a very nice girl, right? She always wants to uh, do whatever uh, her partner wants and stuff like that. That's why she was having sex with them because it's like, you know, the only type of guys that would be confident enough to date him or like also super flirty guys. And when it turns out like she's actually a nice girl and she's not just, uh, she's like an easy lay, but she's also just like always wants to do what you want to do, but she doesn't have her own opinion. It's like, she's always serving on, on you and shit like that. Then she gets, they break up with her and it's like that, but she's always trying to help other people because she's a nice girl. But when she realizes her younger sister is actually the one girl that her boyfriend confessed to before, but got rejected by. So it turns out like he had feelings for her in the past. And now it turns out that her younger sister now actually has real feelings for him. So she's like, well, I don't want to take any more from my younger sister. So I feel like we should break up. And I'm just like, yo, this conflict, yo, it actually got deep. Hold on. I actually, yeah. And I'm just like, you know, you're such a good girl. Like that's so fucked up. So then like she goes and breaks up with him and shit like that. And, and then I'm like, oh, man, is it going to be like one of those where they break up? Now he's going to date the sister. It's like, no, he says the main character, bro, Giga Chad, you know what he does? He says he starts crying. He's like, no, I don't want to break up. I don't care that we don't have that much in common. And he lets all of his feelings out. And then she lets all his, her feelings out. They communicate. They have a big, big fucking cry. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. Ah. All right. All right. Fuck. You sold me. I'll watch it. It's a good romance. Where's it on? Is it on Crunchy? It was or... on Crunchyroll. So okay, I was going into our dating story expecting your typical like freaking incel like bait show. Definitely yeah. not. Like I'm honestly, if incels followed even half of what this main character does, and actually like like you know being caring for your partner, being open to them, and being communicative and shit like that, not controlling, not being a weird fucking stalker. <laughs> <laughs> Like it would work out for them. <laughs> like, holy shit. I again I I'm very surprised. I really liked it. I was ready to hate this show with the passion that I have I have the, the hate passionate hate I have for Sona Biske doll. I was ready. That <laughs> it just was like, nope, just slapped me across the face. It's like, nope, I'm actual How I'm actually a good story. I was disappointed I couldn't hate on it. I, I was disappointed it was good. <laughs> Um, glad you actually found something that you really like like that. Yeah, very, right. no, I'll check it out. Me. This this sounds actually entertaining, really good. Um, yeah. Um, uh, John, I know you didn't like it, but I really like the family circumstances of the regular witch. I thought it was cute. You say uh, it but... ca- it. It was it's the same boring. joke over and over. Yeah. It wasn't. It had different jokes. It, it was very much a one uh, episode. A single episode had it had its own plot line thing. It had it reused a couple jokes here and there, but it was done in such a cute way. And it's. I thought it was boring. It was a slice of life. It was a cute little slice of life. It's a turn your brain off slice of life. I love those. Uh, what did they call them? Insekais or something? No, uh, you're talking it? about um oh my god. Comfy shows. Comfy shows, yeah. You know the word I'm talking about. Ishikes. Ishike, yeah. Well, 
it, it's comparable to that. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a Ieshike, but it, it, it's a cute little watch. It was a fun thing. I would. It's one of those shows that I would recommend to normies. I would say. I mean, I didn't like it. I don't think it was bad. I just didn't like it. Like it's like you said, it's one of those turn your brain off shows. Like you'll just watch it in the background passively. It's yeah. kind of just whatever, you know. No real. To plot. me, I didn't think. It, yeah, it, there's no real plot. It's just you sit and watch like haha, cute things happening. It's like it's yeah, comfy. Show. Like you're saying, it's Yishike. Cute to girls me, I'm like cute things, but not yeah. like. And it's like it's not egregious, but I don't think it's it's not good either. Like it's, I would compare it to. Um, Think of no flying witch was fucking hilarious. No flying witch. No is flying witch was flying is flying witch is up there. <laughs> is the order a rabbit? I'd compare it to that, where it's like it's just cute girls doing cute things and just turn your fucking brain off and watch. Like, is the order a rabbit is a lot more cute, I'd say, than um family circumstances of the irregular witch, because it's like it's got little girls in it, but it's just the same type of story of like there's nothing going on. Yeah, it's just stuff happens here and there, and it's not nothing serious. Just yeah. a chill watch. I like that. I I had a good time with it. Oh, John, I fucking hated uh, the potion anime. <laughs> I hated I still it. Survive using potions. I also thought it was trash. I can't say I hated it though, because I'm like, this. I I watched the show. And I was like, I don't care for it. I don't like it, and I don't hate it. Like, it's a very 5 out of 10 show. Okay, let me explain why I hate it. Every time something happens, the character does whatever the fuck she wants, and it just works out. Because she has bullshit magic powers, the world is basically made for her to work out, and she's basically best friends with God, who she can call any single moment to solve stuff. Yeah. It is so fucking boring. It is not fun to watch. It wasn't pretty. There was nothing good yeah, about it. There it was, was kind of a little I bit off-putting with the art style being like, it was chibi, but also not. It's like semi-chibi. Yeah, it's like they had some chibis. It had some that like looked kind of regular anime. And it was weird watching it like i was yeah, like what and, the and hell? her power of like i basically can create any type of potion as long as i, I can create a car as long as i call it it's a car shaped potion and yeah. it works it's like and so it does dumb. work like she's like i want a car and it have and it just happens to have a little potion in there yeah and she just, has a car it's a car shaped potion that's fueled by the potion it, it it's works. complete and utter it's bullshit. a fucking un unbreakable blade that was that in the shape of it, it it's an unbreakable blade potion bottle <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's, it's it's so dumb it, it's a op isekai yeah, skill it's, anime it's, OP it's so fucking boring it's so dumb i hate this character i hate the cast oh there there's like one one character that i don't hate and it's this little girl that the main character adopts and she's just super oh, yeah, cute her little sister yeah and th she's just adorable. That's it. Everything else I fucking hate because it's so dull. There's nothing interesting that happens. And like everything gets. It, it, there were so many moments of. And then everybody clapped. 
if you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. It's very much a, a green text story of like, and everything worked out in the end. I'm just like, this is not done well at all. Like, I could have forgiven a lot of things. The music, how shitty it looks. If it was just written okay. But no. my god, it's I don't so think it's, uh, bad. I would definitely agree. There's nothing redeeming about uh, this show. I shall survive using potions. It's just, it's a mid-tier anime at best. I, I don't think it's mid-tier. I think it's actively in the bad. I don't I, think so. I think it's actively that bad, bro. I, I think, think people should actively avoid it. I mean, I don't think people should go watch it, but I'm like, if you want to watch it, go ahead. It's not something I'd be like, you know, don't watch it. That's how I feel about uh, that's how you feel about I shall survive using potions is how I feel about Tear Moon, bro. <laughs> I would actively tell people to go watch better villainous anime. Speaking of which, since we talked about it, Tear Moon. Okay, I don't hate it. I I don't feel super strongly about it. I don't think it's like the greatest thing ever, but I thought it was mid. I all right. Here's the deal. I told Chinoda that Apothecary Diaries was good, and he got on his fucking high horse and was like, "Oh, you you like my recommendation? You should watch Tear Moon." And so I'm like, I roll my fucking eyes and I watch Tear Moon for three episodes. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I let Chinoda know your your taste in anime is trash. <laughs> Tear Moon sucks. There are better villainous anime out there, and there is. I fully agree with that. Now. This being said, well, when we were talking about this, this was while we were still watching it. Um, it was still airing, and like we only watched like one or two episodes at that point. So yeah, very early three on, three episodes. Yeah, I've finished it now. Um, one of the things we thought of how this story uh, would go is the main character. We thought it's now. First of all, real quick, it's not a isekai. It's a um, time travel anime. Yeah, time uh, regression. Yeah. She goes from the future back to the past, and now she wants to avoid uh, the future that got yeah, her. Because she was guillotined. It's in the first episode. It's literally yeah, in the trailers. She... It's not a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, she was guillotined, and... Um... Well, I mean, the synopsis is like, all right, this spoiled princess, uh, her because of how she was spoiled and how the royal family basically didn't help the poor people in her country, they revolted, and then she was trapped as a prisoner for three years, and then she gets guillotined. But while she was a prisoner, she um she wrote, wrote in a, a diary, diary. Yeah. and she had that diary with her when she time regressed. And she's like, oh, God, I don't want to die. Oh, I'm so scared of dying again. So she's trying to prevent that from happening by bettering her country. So I and, you know, that... we thought that it was going to go in the route of, oh, she's going to become a better person. And, you know, it's going to be stereotypical. No, she actually doesn't become that much of a better person. She becomes a little bit better, but not for the right reasons. Like, yeah, she so still has I, the core thing of, I just want to live and not be yeah, guillotined. I, I thought that the show was dumb because after I got done with episode three, I'm like, okay, it doesn't look like she's learning any lessons. She's not trying to better her country because she finally understood the um, pains and struggling of her people. Because she also was starved in a dungeon for three years and stuff like that. It turns out she's only doing this because she doesn't want to die again. And I'm like, that joke is old. 
Like that joke was old after episode two and they're still using the same joke in episode three. And I feel like they're going to keep using this exact same joke until the fucking end. And guess what? They did. And I I was like, people are going to misunderstand that she's doing it because she cares about her country, but it wouldn't. In fact, she doesn't. And the joke, the entire joke here is that she regressed in time and doesn't want to die and is doing things to avoid dying. Not because she's better or anything. It's like she, she doesn't say, learn. She doesn't actively learn about any of them. I'm like, how do you not learn after three years of suffering in a dungeon, being tortured and shit and starved and shit like that, that you don't learn to be better? You don't I learn to say, understand the struggles of your people. Like, what the she fuck? takes she takes actions to um, you know, better her comp- uh better her country and like surrounding countries to like make things go better. Mostly like because she doesn't want to uh die mostly. But she does things that are like so specific, so convoluted, and everyone's like, "Oh, she's doing this because she's a genius and she's so empathetic." And yeah, it's a and, repeated normally, joke that keeps on funny. going. I normally, find it kind of funny. Yeah, normally I would like that because, like, you know, that's why I like Overlord. Yeah, Sasuga Einsama. Exactly. I thought it was gonna be like Sasuga, you know, but I'm like, I, I, I just, I can't feel any happiness that she's getting away with it because it's just like i don't like her personality i don't like her you know usually in a lot of these last boss or uh, in the villainous animes like ultimate isekai uh genre where like the they become the villainous of the story they become very likable um like i will make the whole um, redeeming factor yeah it's like usually they become likable but i'm like i do not like this main character now maybe I'd like her later on, but after three episodes, I was like, nah, I don't, I don't care to watch the rest of this story unfold if it's gonna be the exact same joke for the next nine fucking episodes. Unfortunately, I can confirm it is basically the exact same joke for nine fucking episodes. She becomes a little bit better. She actually does start caring about some people, but overall, it's still the same repeated plot. Uh, I will go ahead and spoil. I will to say you. so if you so. If you're going to watch a villainous anime that's about something like this, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, the last... Baccarina? No, not Baccarina. Um, fuck, what was it called? The Last Villainous... Oh my god, I'm, let me... Let me lesbian Vampires? No, not the Lesbian, no. There, there's another villainous one that I thought was really good. Uh, the Last... Uh, the Villainous Last Heretical Boss or something. Oh, um, I've heard a little bit about it, the, but I have a heretical it out. last boss villainous. Um, I will not die or something. That is a very good one where the girl becomes the uh, she reincarnates into this game and she knows that she's the villainous, but she actually cares about all the like characters and stuff like that. And she's not, she still thinks she's bad and she wants to do good and she continues to do good for the kingdom and her people, but she still thinks like it's inevitable that she's gonna die because she's the villainous. So I think that's a good villainous anime. That's one that's very redeeming. She's a very likable character. She actually yeah. cares about people. Basically, what we're saying is uh, don't watch this if you're not into the same thing over and over. Um, <laughs> it's okay at best. It doesn't really have anything good or redeeming about it. I can't even say it's 5 out of 10, bro. This was like a yeah. freaking 3 out of 10 show for me. I don't blame but you for I that. I only watched three episodes. Oh, 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 oh. 
and it has an egregious use of uh, CGI in a dance scene. And oh. like, oh my god. So there was this particular ball uh, that happened, and there was a dance scene in it. And they did such a horrible thing of there were specific parts where they zoomed out and you could tell they were like CGI models done real badly moving around. Then you got the closer shots that looked beautiful and all that. But like, oh, uh, like a couple seconds later, you zoom out and like you see ugly CGI model. I'm like, oh, no, why would they do this? It looks so bad. Like, I, I honestly know. thought my uh, video wasn't rendering right or something. So, like, I exited <laughs> out. Man, this is a 360p, bro. What the heck? <laughs> and then I was like, no, they actually did the thing of while it zoomed out, no details. I'm like, but you obviously see the ugly CGI model. I'm like, why the fuck did they do this? Like, and that was the only time they used it too. And it was like, why the fuck did you happen to use this now? It looks so ugly. I mean, I thought the writing was bad. Completely ruined what could have been a like actual bad. Like, come on. They ruined what could have been an actual nice dance scene because that it was so glaringly distracting. (laughs) Oh, don't watch it. It, It's not worth the time. I want to wrap up my list with my last two. Okay. I don't have much to say about these two. Um, I'm going to talk about shy first because I have very little to say about it. <laughs> it's not an MHA ripoff, which makes it even worse. That's all I got to say. It's about a, <laughs> it's a superhero anime. Okay. And every country has a superhero. They're stereotypes. Russia's a drunk. Shy, oh, yeah. shy is Japan's hero, and she's she's very shy. Like Uwu stares at the floor. I'm very shy. That's that's her problem, and she has to overcome it to save people. Uh, I I feel like Shy could have good makings for a good show, because I think that the um I think the main character's name is Stigma or some shit. I don't remember. I don't actually remember the antagonist's name, but basically it's about heart, right? Uh, the hero's powers is that they can make if they believe hard enough. They can use their powers and unleash their fiery spirits and what the fuck? Right? Yes, it's it's about believing in the power of yourself. Okay, the anime. It's a hero anime. Duh. Uh, and the main antagonist is someone who's like, oh, but what about the dark corners that lie in people's hearts? Mm? And I'm like, okay, that can be a good series because it's pretty crazy about like, you know, there's uh, the first main villain person is like, he goes to this girl and it's like she... She has this this terrible feeling in her heart that she doesn't deserve happiness because um, everyone who cares for her dies. And I'm like, okay, oh. yeah. So she has a survivor's guilt, you know. Yeah. So I like I understand that. I'm like, okay, that could be interesting. But it's like, and then the, the heroes are like, oh, but we have the power of our own hearts and believing in ourselves and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, oh, it's. That's it. And then every episode starts off with like, oh, I'm, I'm too shy to do this, guys. And then she f- somehow finds the courage to do it anyway. I'm like, oh, okay. This seems watched... very formulaic. It is extremely formulaic. Um, I, <laughs> If it was more of an MHA ripoff, like the music, the, the art, the animation, I would like it a lot more. <laughs> it's very boring of a hero anime. Oh, that's a cardinal sin. 
Yeah, like you should not a, be boring if you're like a hero anime. If you are a hero comic book or anime or any like if you're hero based anything, you've either have to have very intriguing story or very awesome fights and action. If you don't have either of those, I don't know what the hell you're doing in the genre. Well, me and Tommy are watching Hero Man right now and like it's got a little bit of something, so that makes it worth watching, but geez, this does not sound Yeah, no, I I don't recommend Shy. Uh, I don't think people would like it. Like, if you like MHA, you probably wouldn't like Shy because it's just because it's hero doesn't mean it's good. You know? Now, I did hear one redeeming factor about this. Something, something, gun lolly. Oh yeah, America's <laughs> hero. I, I, I didn't, I haven't met America's hero yet, but uh, so far I've seen like Switzerland's hero, um, Russia's hero. Uh, I just met China's hero actually, and he's like a femboy twink. Oh, so, hello. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? China's hero is a femboy twink? What? That's so weird. But uh, in the opening sequence, you see a bunch of heroes, and I see a gun-toting, like, blonde lowly. So I'm like, that's probably America. <laughs> I'm sure that's America's hero. Uh, Britain's hero was David Bowie, which was fucking <laughs> What? I, I did, yes. So David Bowie, his name is uh, Stardust, by the way. That's so, fucking David Bowie, Jesus Christ. I know, Ziggy Stardust, his alter ego, right? So the character looks like David Bowie, and his name is like Davy, Davy something, some John. Good Lord, they couldn't have done... <laughs> yeah, like his name is Davy, right? And his hero name is Stardust, and he looks like David Bowie. And I'm like, he's literally just David Bowie. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Talk Amazing. about taking inspiration, right? But uh, no, it, his power is that he's British, so he has no empathy. He has no heart. You can't sway his emotions. So in one of the uh, instances that he meets Shy, uh, the the goddess of heroes or whatever, the the commander of heroes. I don't. She's like some moon goddess or some shit. It looks like Sailor Moon, and she has this veil. You don't see her face, but anyway, the she's fuck? like Shy. You need to learn how to harness the power of shyness or whatever. So we chose David Bowie to fight you because David Bowie's power is that he doesn't give a fuck. So he kicks the absolute shit out of her. <laughs> Hold on. That actually sounds funny. Hold on, that, that actually sounds entertaining. Listen, I did not expect for a 14 year old girl to get the shit kicked out of her by a 30 or 40 year old British man. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I kind of want to see a clip of that now. Just do watch that, that alone. I was like, you know, if it was more like, to this, I'd probably like the show, but it's like this is the one moment in the sh in the first six episodes that really stuck out to me. Um, other than the fact that there's Switzerland, she meets the hero Switzerland. Her name's Black, and she like she's a fucking chuny. She's like, I will heal all the ailments in the world, and this and that. But then they do this real sad thing where it's like she's like, Oh, do you like climbing mountains? And Shy's like, oh, I'm not really an outdoor type person. And then she climbs the mountain. She's like, Yeah, I used to get bullied for not being able to climb mountains. And then Shy's like, oh, why? And then Black, uh, Switzerland's hero, fucking takes off her legs. She's fucking handicapped, bro. And I'm like, oh. yo! Oh. Yo! That's actually, that's actually interesting, though. Yeah, and I was like, yo, that's pretty fucked up. The people in Switzerland bullied you because you couldn't hike mountains because you live, you know, you're Swiss and you live in Switzerland. Of course, you got to hike mountains. But it's like, bro, she doesn't have feet. She lost her feet. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You can bully her because she don't have feet? That's fucked up. Minus points from this anime for no feet. <laughs> well, she has 
like uh, mechanical feet, but yeah, it's like I, I'm like like I'm saying, there's traces of like good story and stuff in here, but they don't show it very often. Like those it just are like doesn't the two pander out. Yeah, so maybe it gets better. It, maybe it's just a slow start. It, I I don't know, but if people want to check it out, like go check it out. Like I, I heard about Chai before it came out as an anime. People do like the manga. It did sell pretty well. Like I think the first volume sold like a million copies or whatever. So it's it's it, apparently it's pretty good if it sold a million copies wow that's not a small amount actually no huh. that isn't a small amount so that, again that might be something there it might be something there maybe the start is just slow so but i i just didn't care about uh the animation is done by 8-bit and i'm like the animation wasn't outstanding the art style and stuff like that's not outstanding so there's not much in the visuals department that i can really give it points for Considering especially that it's 8-bit. I'm like, what happened to 8-bit? You guys used to be really good. <laughs> Gone downhill. Yeah. All right. But um, yeah, if you want to check out Chai, go ahead. Maybe it gets better. Like if you guys, if anyone else has seen it or likes it, like let me know if it does get better. I'll, maybe I'll finish it because I do kind of want to see what America's Hero is because I'm hoping it's the, the lowly with guns. <laughs> I mean, it's a blonde lowly with a gun. Like I, who else? Like, come on. America? <laughs> who else? <laughs> that sums up America quite well. But uh, yeah, in the last anime I watched, and I just absolutely just hated this fucking anime, by the way. Uh, the Kingdoms of Ruin. Holy fucking shit. How edgy can you be? I hate everyone in this fucking show. It it's needs about 60% more revenging and 100% less whiny little bitch babies. Okay? So it starts off, The Kingdom of Ruin, it's a magical fantasy world about witches, right? And they're like, oh, witches were a gift from God. Witches will help lead humanity, and they should never abuse their powers. Then it cuts to, here's humanity going, we fucking hate witches. We're gonna kill them all, because we don't need them. We have the power of science, bitch! Sounds and I'm just right. like, and I'm just like, okay, here's this suspicious-looking queen. I'm like, she's obviously a witch. She's manipulating the king to do this and kill the rest of the witches. What for? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Guess what happened, Chinoda? Exactly that. Exactly that. I'm like, wow, I didn't see that coming whatsoever in the first fucking 10 minutes of this anime. Whoa. And um, there's a lot of blood and gore. It's very violent. <laughs> like, like actual blood and gore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Like actual like people getting sliced in half and blown up and shit. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it's very violent and gory. So if you like shows that like do that, sure. But it was just so annoying watching it because here's this guy. He's, he's basically, he's a human, but he's an apprentice of a witch. Right. And she, he and her get caught and then she gets executed in front of him. Right. After getting mad disrespected, like the King rips off her shirt and is like, die, you dumb, you dumb bitch. Like quit hiding your titties. And then she gets shot to death and blown up into pieces and shit Holy in front of the kid. Shit. Yeah, Jesus. exactly. Yeah, first 10 minutes, by the way, bro. Very violent. <laughs> so this kid like vows to get revenge. And eventually he gets, he finally escapes like 10 years later or whatever the fuck it was. And he's like, I'm out for blood. And then he like, a lot of people die as collateral in his like going to get revenge and stuff like that. And basically everyone keeps dying as collateral on his pathway to revenge. And that's the whole show. Uh, there's this girl who saves him who's like, She's also a witch, and she's like, oh, you shouldn't kill people. You should have a heart. Oh, these people didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, okay, 
lady. For the last 20 years, humanity has been murdering your kind nonstop. genociding. As fucked up as they could. Stripping you naked and then spearing you through the ass and shit like that. Putting Holy you on display. Fuck. Okay? Jesus. And it's just like, well, we need to stop the violence. Stop the, the cha- chain of hatred. I'm like, okay, but they're not stopping. You stopping to killing, stopping killing them is not stopping the humans from killing you. And then they killed all of your friends. And you're still like, oh, we we can't be evil. I know you have a good heart main character guy. I'm like, he literally killed women and children when you met him. He didn't care then. And he does not care now. And he is still killing women and children just because he's mad. But she's like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on here? So it ended. Um, and... You, it's revealed that oh the king dies he was actually under the witch's spell this whole entire time and i'm like whoa i totally didn't call that from the very fucking beginning whoa how very contrived of a plot point and it it, it ends there like it, it gets revealed that oh she's actually a witch that's it so it gets left on a cliffhanger yeah the cliffhanger is like oh he goes and fights this one dude who has dreadlocks and he has like it's got really bad 3D CGI in the fight. Um, he pokes her eyes out, uh, the whiny bitch baby girl, heroine. She gets her eyes, like, gouged out. So, again, it's very violent and gory. But that's uh, that's that's about it. It's, it's I don't know what's appealing about this show. I don't know why people really... I, I think it's like a 4.7 on Crunchyroll or something. Pretty sure it's like a seven or a seven point five or something on Mal. I don't know. I I know why people like it because again, it's very gory. So you know, there's an appeal to that. It's it doesn't half-ass its violence. It's very violent. This honestly, it doesn't sound great, and I don't know why. It isn't great. Why would anyone uh, watch this? I don't know. All right, like it's born <laughs> there's not much to it uh i think it, ha- it got greenlit for a season two i'm pretty sure really I, i'm pretty sure it did i don't i don't actually know don't quote me on that but, but i was right. disappointed about it <laughs> i might check out a couple of clips to see if i'm interested but otherwise Bro, just, just watch just... the first episode and it's like if you can stand watching the first episode then you'll be able to watch the entire of the series because no, I mean, I have no problems with blood and gore. It's well, I'm just... just saying, like, the entire way that first episode is shot is basically how the rest of the show goes. Oh, okay, all right. <clears throat> Every episode of like people are trying to use him and this and that, and just fucking ends up with blood and gore and blah 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 blah. It doesn't matter, boring. All right, um, all right, I want to go a little bit fast because I have to get some spam sandwiches so. JJK season two, uh, part two happened. It was a lot of suffering. Um, the whole season to, uh, went over a single day called the Shibuya incident, and a lot of suffering. My poor boy Yuji. <laughs> um, it was a fun watch. Beautiful visuals. Again, so much suffering. Is I, season I two done? Some... Is it all yes, the episodes are done? It's done. It is okay done. with that weird ass release schedule. I was waiting for it all to be done before I watched it. Okay, no, I haven't it's worth watching. It's worth watching. There was a couple of criticisms here and there for uh, some animation stuff. 
but um bro like yeah after we learned about the map thing like i can i blame them like come on yeah. okay uh do you want to give a tldr of the, that real quick for anyone who doesn't know uh for anyone who doesn't know um it was found out that mappa you know when we we're like wow look at all these shows that they're cranking out in such high quality too and we're like how uh, the fuck are they doing this turns out it was it? abuse it was abuse who who knew <laughs> They were being, you know, forced to work upwards of 20 hours every fucking day, just animating projects left and right, nonstop. So uh, that's why they had so many shows that they were, they were doing that was pretty well done. So Jujutsu Kaisen had its weird-ass release schedule because of, like, the ramifications of, uh, of that. Yeah, and the whole situation, I don't want to go into it too much, um, but situation sucks so bad like they made such beautiful art but people do not deserve to suffer especially the yeah. animes the people who literally create our the shows we love this medium we love do not deserve to suffer like this so it, it sucks what happens to them hopefully my advice to all those, better for them the the mappa animators like go ask if bug films wants to hire you because they hate shit like that too and they will delay a show instead yeah really and, you know, as a show support like i'll watch anything that buck films does now now that i know about the the origin of their uh, studio and how they treat their animators apparently they treat them okay because they decided to delay and possibly ruin their financial future instead of like pushing shit out <sighs> but yeah jjk season two good what fun wash um very entertaining lots of suffering suffer porn is hardcore um it's a good time. Um, I also finished uh, the Faraway Paladin season two. The um, what was it? Iron Mountain, the Rust Mountain, Lord, Lord of the Rust Mountain, the Lord of the Rust Mountain. Basically, the party versus a dragon. Uh, yeah, the evil you, dragon. Your your D and D party goes and fights the, a red dragon, an evil dragon. They go and fight Tiamat. Yeah, well, <laughs> not Tiamat, but. Actually, yeah, no. In terms of lore, it is Tiamat. Yeah, it's Tiamat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they fight a big, bad, evil dragon. Um, cool fight. The lead-up to it is really cool as well. You don't just jump into, oh yeah, and now they're fighting a dragon. No, like, there's a build-up to it happening, and it happens a bit slowly, but, like, it ramps up speed. Yeah, like, the story see... about, like, the dwarfs and stuff like that, and, like, the, the chieftain's son, I believe yep. that's what he was. And like the redeeming the 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 redemption of the king of the the dwarves basically, yep. And like you see, um, their neighbor elves that lived on the land and how much suffering they've gone through, um, how Meno corrupted the wife. land is. Yeah. Oh yeah, and fucking uh, Meno, Meno, <laughs> he finds he, a wife. <laughs> he finds a wife. I ship them so hard. I'm like, I love them. I love their characters. I, well, it's it's funny because it's like once you understand Menno's character and then you understand how he interacts with her, it's like on the surface it seems like they hate each other, but it's like, oh no, they're elf flirting, bro. Like, yeah, oh, that shit. is it's literally elf flirting. <laughs> oh, and he becomes a fucking demigod <laughs> because of course he does. Not yeah. the paladin, uh, Menno. He becomes a lord of the forest. Well, meant to be lord of the forest in the future. So he is essentially a demigod uh, in training. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Will is a Will? Will. Yeah, it yeah. is Will. William G. Maryblood. Yeah. Or whatever. What about um, him? Well, I was going to say, well, he's an acolyte. Or an, is an acolyte? Oh, no, no, no. What am I thinking? No, of? he's not an ac uh, acolyte. He's, he's a, a paladin. Um, 
Well, he's a paladin of Gracefield, but he that would make him a because of how he interacts with Gracefield. He's actually he's, a champion of he's uh, an, Gracefield. He's an apostle. He's an apostle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's technically an apostle, but apostle of Gracefield. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was a cool fight. It was fun watch and. The quality wasn't the highest thing ever, but I, I'm in a faraway paladin for the story, and I find it thoroughly entertaining. Very good. Yeah, watch. the world is cool. A good watch. Well, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's your stereotypical like high fantasy world with like elves and dwarves yeah. and stuff like that. But it's cool to see a world that's in ruin and basically watching a paladin try to like go through it, like it, try to light and- a dark world. And the crazy thing is, like, this starts off as an isekai. Like, this is supposed to be an isekai, but you, okay, co- you quickly forget this, that it's this, an isekai. This has the barest, barest of mention of the fact that it's an isekai just from season yeah, one. Yeah, I, I remember the, like, when we minutes, talked about this in the preview. The fact that it's an isekai one. does not matter whatsoever because yeah. even the main character doesn't remember his former life uh, barely. Yeah, so I remember when we did the preview for season one, I mentioned that, oh, yeah, it is an isekai. And then Alex rolls his eyes and I'm like, well, it's not really an isekai because like, yes, sure, he reincarnates, but it's literally they just talk about it at the very beginning. The only thing that he remembers from his past life is that he wants to honor his parents in this life. That's it. He wants to pay back his parents because he couldn't do that in his previous life. Legitimately, this that's honestly literally all they do about the not been an isekai and it would have been just as good. Like the yeah, fact that the story it's is about does not matter at all. Going, yeah, the story is about him going through the world and trying to help as many people as he can, and you know, revive the name of of Gracefield and bringing hope to people. He he's he's a legitimate paladin. Like this is quite literally the paladin origin story. Yeah, I I am. I'm <laughs> it's just watching D and D. But yeah, D and D anime. Uh, you watch them fight a dragon. It, it's a good time. It is a very good time. Um. Uh, Muffle Muffle Paradise, Fluffy Paradise, uh, new anime episode one just aired. Um, it's so fucking cute. It's just a little girl constantly petting uh fluffy things, and that's the entire anime. Yeah, I mentioned this in the preview. Like it's yep. it's cute. It's just a cute anime about a, a little girl just reincarnates an office lady who reincarnates as a little girl, and she's like, I just want to be surrounded by cute pets. And that's yeah. it. That's that's, that's the show. That's literally it. the entire. <laughs> There's anime. nothing else. Just that. Nothing to sell. Uh, sell more on. It's just. Do you want something to turn your brain off? Cute to watch. This is the anime. Little girl petting big fluffy monsters. Sometimes scaly, as uh probably gonna find out by episode two. The dragon. Um, just super cute. Watch it if you want something to turn your brain off for and the very final thing i did a thing of reading manga i don't do that often but um i actually just finished chibi vampire uh also known as karen uh it's a old manga from like the late 2000s um it was cute it was just a fun little read i've read this before you probably have uh, search up Chibi Vampire or um, the other name is Karin, uh, K-A-R-I-N. Uh, it got an anime as well. I think I yeah, have I'm pretty watched sure I've it. seen the anime. Yeah, I think I've seen the anime Oh way yeah, I, I definitely have, have watched the anime and, uh, and read this. 
Yeah. Huh. And it's just been so long. I remember I was um at our at one of my local anime stores and I saw the manga. I'm like, oh my god, core fucking memory. I remember like either reading or watching this like so long ago. So very recently I decided, okay, let me I have time and like I have there are times when I just want something to read uh, while sitting by the fire. Went through it. Cute little manga. Uh, nothing to particularly write home about. It was just a short, sweet little thing. Uh, not that great, but it was a fun little uh, read. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it for me. John, is there anything else you wish to talk about or say? Um, sums up every single, uh, I think every single thing I've watched so far in right. every single monthly dump. I didn't talk about everything, but I didn't want to because we'd be here even longer and we're already way over time. I guess there's like three other things I'm watching that I haven't talked about, but I mean, man, it's kind of not yeah. important. I don't really have hot takes on them. I'm like, I like them. They're, they're good shows. <laughs> they're not really hot takes. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <clears throat> uh, thank you everyone for oh, dropping in to watch us please don't forget to like comment subscribe and all that good stuff if you liked what you saw and want to see more is that really the outro i don't like this script <laughs> it's because you're not doing it like alex does. I, I, I don't you know what freaking check down below to find the links to anime club after dark on twitter tiktok discord to always be in the loop with what acat has has going on and to chat with fellow fans we have a merch store down there as well with shirts mugs stickers and more to show off your love of anime club after dark to your friends and the family that already thinks you're weird <laughs> he definitely rewrote this there's no yeah, way he rewrote this this no, is an old one i feel like i'm getting debated here this is not what the script used to no be. it's not <laughs> i was like hold on i don't hear this normally <laughs> yeah like hold on <laughs> but uh, anyway. do, okay okay Follow the things he said. Join our Discord. Check Links out our Twitter. Links below. Comment, like, like subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> Tell us if you hated our opinions and if we're wrong. Because I'll fight you in the comments, bro. I'm never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he will, uh, he'll internet warrior you. He will. That's he right. Will I will, I'm a keyboard warrior. Well, actually, according to chapter 147 of Attack on Titan... <laughs> I'm but yeah, and join our Discord again. Like it's a fun time. We have a lot, lots of fun talks on there. Lots of fun discussions. It's a good time. All right, and uh, we hope you look forward to our next episode. Thanks for joining us, John. Your closing statement. Can we leave? It's been like almost three hours. All right, fine. <laughs> Say good night, everybody. Bye. Bye, John. <laughs>